Ready to dominate at the plate? Blast Baseball is trusted by more major league and college teams than any other hitting solution. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. All right, everybody. It is 9 o'clock. Let's get right into it. We do this show every Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. on uh, at, on Twitter Spaces. I'm Alan Gay, and this is now D1 Speaks. Hey, we have got a really special show tonight. We've got Lucas Negris joining. Lucas has got a fantastic story. I think everybody's going to enjoy it. I know I'm going to get to enjoy uh, knowing him just a little bit better. He is a 25 uncommitted prospect, and he's from kind of Florida. But I want to let him tell you the story here. Hey, Lucas, are you with us? Yes, sir. I'm with you. Thanks for having me, first off. Uh, yeah, I'm Lucas Negrich. Uh, I, I live in Germany. I'm fro- I was born in Pittsburgh, USA. And I'm a 25 grad year. My, uh, and I go to school in Mainz, Germany. And, yeah, so I'm, I, li- I live kind of both. I live in Mainz because I go to school there. But my father lives in Florida, Tampa. So that's why it's like my second home is in uh, over here in Florida. Man, that's kind of that's really fascinating, Lucas. So, how long have you been going to school in Germany? Um, man, I gotta think about. Actually, yeah, I, I went to kind I went to kindergarten in Germany too since since I was five years old. So throughout my whole school year, like school, I, I've been in Germany always. I've got you. Okay. All right. And then in the summers, you come back over to the States. Yeah. Uh, not only summers, though. Also, like, the in Germany, we have more than just uh, – we have a lot of school breaks. So whenever I got time and we got school breaks, I tried to come over here, visit my dad, and play baseball, obviously. But summer is the time where I'm uh, over here the longest. Gotcha. All right. That's fantastic. Now, you are playing with a travel team. Yes, sir. I'm playing with the Lakeland Legends uh, as of now. I got you. Okay. How did you get connected or have you been playing with the Lakeland Legends for a number of seasons? No, this is my first season and it's my dad actually found them. It was just a nearby travel ball team. And I, I've, I've only been with them uh, this, this year. I played only one tournament with them, but I'm looking forward to playing with them uh, upcoming week now. Okay. I got you, man. All right. That makes sense. So, all right, so Lucas, well, tell us what positions do you play, and then what are some of your strengths, and maybe one or two things that you really you're just trying to work on. Yes, yeah, so um, some of my strengths are, of course, uh, my backhand and. Well, what positions do oh, you play? Oh my bad. Yeah, uh, I play second and third base. I don't. I didn't really get into playing uh, shortstop because in Germany, I played obviously in Germany all my life, pretty much now baseball. And when I'm there, I always had to play up because not so many kids used to be playing there. And if they played my age, they used to just get started playing. So I played with the older kids pretty much all the time. And so I pretty much played second base. Um, I really got into playing second base because that's where the younger kids used to play. And then when I got older, they transitioned me to playing third base just because I, you know, I got better and my arms got my arm strength got better but I kind of lack a little bit of um footwork sometimes that's what I got to work on too that's why shortstop isn't 
right now my fit, and that's why I've been playing second and third pretty much my whole life now. Hey, man, that makes tons of sense to me. You're playing up with everybody. You're a good bit younger. They put you in, you've got a great glove. They put you in the infield. You're going to naturally, naturally be in, uh, playing second base. And then as you get older, a little bit stronger, now you're one of the older kids. you got a big-time arm. They've got you over on third base. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. <laughs> okay. Hey, one thing I failed to ask you, Luke, is when we kind of got started there, what, give us some measurements. Like, what's your height and weight? Oh, uh my height is five foot ten or eleven ish. Like I'm, not, I'm not quite sure of the exact. And my weight is around one seventy four pounds right now. Okay, all right, fantastic. And normally, what do you bat in the lineup? Oh, so in my, I, I play on a lot of teams actually. And like in Germany, I play in the U eighteen team and the Saint Bundesliga, which is like a national, like a grown man league. Um, so I pretty much always hit either second or third batter yeah second or third okay hey man that's fantastic thanks for that rundown lucas hey everybody that's joining or the, if you join late thank you so much for being with us if you did get in late don't worry about it we record this space one of the reasons we record it is that you can hear it later because uh the twitter space is kind of hangs around and it's just a recording and we'll retweet it out give you an, an opportunity to hear it in its entirety Tonight, we're talking with Lucas Negrich. He is a 25. He's uncommitted. He's from Germany, but he's also from Florida. He's got a really unique story. It's going to be a good evening. So let me ask something, Lucas. You know, obviously, you love baseball big time, and uh, you've had the opportunity to play it your whole life, really at a very, very young age with guys that, were, that are older than you. So you've probably have been playing at a high level. What is it that you do? to really kind of keep motivating yourself to improve your skills, just pushing yourself. What is it you're doing? Yeah, this is a, this is a tough one too, because uh, in Germany, well, I play in Germany and in winter times, I can't really go on the field because it's so cold over there. You're not allowed to go on the field. Unlike here in Florida, you can play year round, which is also why I like it here so much. Um, so I have this like, this like program kind of, why I wrote, I wrote, write something down in my notes, like, for example, plan on what day I want to do what, like Mondays, gym and hitting and stuff. And then I do that. I follow a strict plan. And I, every day I went to the field, I write it down. It's like a streak. It's like a check mark. Pretty much I went there. And then over the times, like, for example, I'm there 20 days in a row. I got a 20-day streak going on. And me in my head, I don't want to break that streak of going to the field. I don't want to have a day off because it just feels wrong when I just sit around at home because I know I could be doing something productive. Um, that's why I just, I just hate having days off and it just messes with me. So I, when I don't go to the field, it, uh, it breaks the streak, and I don't want that to happen. Okay, so how do you keep from breaking the streak? What do you do? Do you just find the gym and you kind of check that piece off? If they're not going to let you get on the field in the winter, how do you keep your streak alive? Well, one thing I do is I – it's just a, pretty much just a daily routine. Now, I go to – what I do is I wake up, get breakfast and stuff, go to school, and after school, I, it's pretty much all the time because I got public transport over there really good. I go right from school to the, to the uh, baseball field where we also have a gym right there. So it's, it's a daily routine. I do it every day, and that's kind of why I also, um, also do it so much. And I got the, the keys to the facility, luckily, because I'm like a coach, uh, 
I'm a trainer myself of the U8s over there. And that's how I, I can go to the field every day and do what I love. Man, I love that. They gave you the keys to the gym. I mean, you are absolutely dedicated. And I love the street piece. They, you know, I wish I knew more about the various uh, social media apps, but that seems like that was, uh, I don't know if that was Snapchat or who it was, but I remember at one time that was like a big deal to, to contact your friends or send a picture or something. Cause I'm, you know, I got a young, I got a son, I got a daughter. I, I can kind of remember all that with the streaks. Yes. That's Snapchat. Yeah. Snapchat. All right. Man, I love that. So let me ask you something. What's your longest streak? What's the record? Oh man. It gotta be like 60 days. Yeah, it was 60. And then I had like, I know, I know I had like a doctor's appointment or something that messed it up for me. That sucked. I was mad at that, but I couldn't do nothing about it. So I love it. Had a medical appointment that got in your way and ended your streak. <laughs> 60 straight days that you were either at the field or the gym. That's dedication right there, Lucas. I can understand why you're one of the coaches. <laughs> hey, and I, I can't wait to ask you this because I got to believe, especially uh, kind of given your love of the game, I, I know that you've had some really memorable moments and achievements on the field, but if you could really just kind of maybe think of one, one in particular, what was it? And really, what did you learn from it? Yeah, so of course I have a couple, but to break it down, the, the most memorable has to be my, uh, my first home run with a wooden bat on the like, regular size, like big so like MLB regulation field that we have in Germany. And I hit this actually this year, and it was on my father's birthday too. So I brought him the ball, and of course he was happy to see that. And what it taught me was, I mean, I couldn't hit a home run last year with a wood bat. So I, I, was, I was working so hard in the Oscars, and it really is great to see a little bit of my improvement to show off at, uh, in the game too. Man, what a special memory that is, to hit a home run. With, on your dad's birthday. I mean, that's so cool right there in and of itself. And honestly, to hit a ball out with a wooden bat, that's really, really big time. It always kind of blows me away, all, and especially like when my son was playing travel ball. All these tournaments, I remember he was 13, 14, 15, 16, he's playing with a wooden bat. And I've always wondered to myself, honestly, why, why do they do that? You know, I mean, in college, you're not going to be playing with a wooden bat. And in many ways – I think it's kind of deceiving to the scouts because the guys just can't hit the ball that hard or very far, especially at a young age. And so you don't really get to see the footwork in the defensive field because the balls are a little bit slower. But, hey, I'll get off my soapbox, but I always wondered about the wooden bats. Man, that's so cool that you hit one out. It, it, you know, so that if that was this year, I mean, you were really a sophomore, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm still a sophomore. School is technically still going on in Germany. And I hit a couple more after that one, too. So I, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that very, very much. So school's going on right now? Yes. In Germany, well, it depends by state, but the state I'm going in in Germany, uh, the school's actually still going on for about three more weeks, but uh, it allows me, the school that I'm going to is a very hard and good school, actually. It allows me to go to the U.S. for a social internship, and it's actually – social internship is required in the sophomore year. It's in the curriculum in, in, at the school. And I just – I was allowed to do my social internship in the U.S., luckily, so I can play ball and do my job at the YMCA, which, which I'm doing um, both at the same time. 
Okay. That's pretty fascinating. I love that. The social internship. I was about to ask, like, what is that? That's where you just learn to hang out with other people and, and become friends. You're very social. No, it sounds like you've got a job and that's how you do the internship. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, you just, you just got to, for example, uh, what they, what the school wants you to do is just, uh, work with, for example, el- the elderly or children and just, uh, learn some knowledge about that. And, maybe become a better person or gain some knowledge in that sense, maybe. Yeah, they just have in the curriculum. Hey, that's pretty cool. I can appreciate that. So are you working with kids at the Y or are you working with the elderly? I'm working with kids. They have uh, some camps, some sport camps, for example, basketball and football and soccer, which I help them out with. Man, that's pretty cool. And how long will you be here doing that internship? Yeah, so that internship I started last week, and I'll be doing it for three and a half weeks. Okay. Well, man, I really appreciate that. So for about a month. Now, I've got to ask you, I mean, it sounds like you're in a fantastic program, top-notch school, really high level. I think the way you put it was hard and good. I love that. So how do you balance your academic commitments with all of these streaks that you're putting together for baseball? It can't be easy. Yeah, that's that's can be tough at some uh, at sometimes, you know. Um, I I mean I I I would uh, consider myself as a pretty quick learner, and when I study, I get the hang of it pretty quick. Sometimes, it's just it's pretty much just a mental thing when you when you have the time management. You know, you gotta manage your time well. For example, like I I go to I go to school, and in school, also what the school system in Germany has. Uh, it has off periods. For example, like I can have ten, like I can have like eight hours of school that day and two hours off that I do nothing in school. And some people just go eat or do nothing and just be on their phone in school. Um, that's loud in, in high school in Germany. And what I just do sometimes, I just, or actually pretty much all the time, I know I have homework. So instead of doing the homework after school at home when I know I'm going to be working at the field, is I'm gonna just do it in school right now instead of just being on my phone and doing nothing so I can go to practice later and then just not have to worry about it anymore. So I'd say what is very important is just to manage your, uh, your time well and know when you got to do what. I can appreciate that very, very much, Lucas. Very wise right there. I love that time management skill, and that's going to pay off for you for the rest of your life. I mean, you have something to get, that needs to be done, just go ahead and knock it out so that you don't have to be concerned about it later. Yeah. Great time management, man. Hey, again, everyone that's thanking, uh, joining, thank you so much. We absolutely appreciate it. I mentioned earlier that we do record this space. And one of the couple of the reasons, obviously, we want to be able to retweet it out. But we also turn it into a podcast. And that podcast is the Now D1 Speak show. And it's on every platform that's out there. And, and one thing that's really getting kind of cool about this podcast is there's a lot of coaches across the country that are really dialing in. They're, they're subscribing. They're listening to it. I think it's a great format. It gives uh, uncommitted prospects an opportunity to really talk about their achievements on the field, but also their achievements off the field as well. And I know a large piece of being very successful in college and playing college baseball is to be well-rounded and to really be able to take care of your business off the field. So I think it gives kids like Lucas an opportunity to really kind of go through what it is that they do off the field that helps to make them successful. So again, tonight we're talking with 25 unco- uncommitted Lucas Negrich. 
He is really, I'm just going to say he's really from Germany, but he is playing an all-American sport in baseball and really throwing everything he has at it. Hey, along your way, and whether it was travel ball here or if it was in Germany, tell us about any particular players or coaches who have been really influential in your development. Yeah, so I got to go with my coach that I had for a very long time. Since I was six years, I've had the same coach. And he's been really guiding me throughout my baseball career and even maybe even some life lessons I've, uh, I've gotten to, uh, known by him. So uh, it's, my, it's my coach, Nicky, that I have in Germany. He's really taught me a lot of things just to play hard and also be more independent, which I hear from college coaches even all the time. When I was down in the camp, I heard that too. Be independent, meaning don't just do what, you're, what you know when your parents have time. You know, try to go to the field even when they don't don't have time for you or whatever. And just go to the field when there's no practice, stuff like that. Know when to do what, like I said, even. He taught me a lot of things. And the fact that I ha- know him for so long and I've known him, he's been setting me goals. He's been giving me my gym plans. He's been, he's been there for me, man. I got to say that. Man, sounds like a very, very special guy. And is he... I mean, obviously, y'all still have a relationship right now. I mean, is he coaching you in any form, or is he a trainer, or is he just a confidant? Uh, no, he's my coach. He's been co- he's coaching me right now in the U18 and in the second Bundesliga. And I can explain what the second Bundesliga is if you want me to, but, I mean, I don't know if you have this over Abs- here. So, No, talk, tell yeah, us. so – it's the same in soccer, but soccer is hard there. So the uh, first Bundesliga just pretty much being the the hardest level of uh, in general. Also for like the it's the grown man division. It's the it's the national division, and it's uh, first Bundesliga baseball would be the hardest one in Germany. And after that, right after that comes second Bundesliga. And my team, luckily or not luckily, we earned it. We've been going. Uh, we've been had in the streak. We ended the season sixteen zero undefeated, and I've been very proud of my team for that one too. Yeah, so that's what we've been doing. <laughs> Man, that's that, hey, that's another impressive streak. You know, undefeated, <laughs> no doubt about it. I like that, and I love that. That's the grown man league. You've said that two or three yeah. times. I really can appreciate that. The grown man league, and I gotta say that the first thing that you were just talking about, it's really the things that you do on your own being independent that really is what makes you successful there's no question about that and it you know if you if you're relying on your parents or specifically a coach to kind of drag you around or make sure you're on the field checks up on you to if you're doing you you know you really your passion probably isn't there it's probably not really the thing that you love you know and and at some point the game's probably going to leave you but if you're if you're driven to to keep a streak alive to make sure you've got your own keys, to make sure you're playing year-round, to, to take a, uh, your periods off in school where it'd be easier to be kind of hanging out with your friends or jump on the phone or do whatever, and you're knocking out your school. Or, it just shows so much passion. I mean, that's – obviously, baseball is something that, uh, you, you know, you really truly love. But one of the cool things about baseball and the way it teaches you life lessons, I think – is it's that time management it's that dedication it's the doing the little things when nobody's looking and you do it you do the right things and that'll pay off for the rest of your life no matter what your career uh, endeavors may end up being so i mean 
that just says a lot about you, Lucas. Really, really impressive. Thank you. Yeah, man, big time. So let me ask you, how do you prepare for games mentally, you know, or do you have any particular rituals? And I'm always interested in this, like when you walk out onto the field, whether it's the grown man league (laughs) or it's a travel ball tournament, what is the switch that you flip to really kind of get into the game? Yeah, that's, that's a good one. So I always do the same things. It's the same routine. When I, when I play in Germany, where I play most of the time, I'm start there. I, we do we fix the field or whatever, or if we play in a way, we just start by getting loose. We stretch ourselves. I do the same same stretches every time. I do the same things. I do the same stretches. I do the same. Like, you know, we we hit we hit batting practice. We do the same things. I like to hit tee in front. Uh, if I have enough time, I like to do tee in front of uh, before batting practice. Um, and yeah, I do the same things every time. And when I got here uh, in or actually a couple of weeks ago, and I had my first travel ball uh, game it was so different man we did not hit in the cage we did have we had little ground balls and I I didn't know when we were playing we had little time I didn't have a helmet because I didn't know anything I didn't know we had to bring our own helmets at first because in Germany obviously we have our team helmets so I didn't know it I didn't know much so the first at bat didn't go good for me but after that it went good and I, I I got used to I get used to it it's just I like to do things a certain way, and that's how I like to keep it in order to get my mind off of things. You know, I feel ready. I feel prepared when I do it my way, and that's how I like to keep it. Hey, I hear you. Absolutely. I mean, definitely if you can get into a routine and you do the same thing over and over and over, it creates such a comfort level. And especially when you have some success after doing that, it just kind of propels you to keep doing those same things over and over and keeps you comfortable and really kind of confident. So I can very, very much appreciate, you know, when you say you kind of got thrown into the mix just a little bit and, and what that felt like to, to be out of your comfort zone and uh, especially to show up without a helmet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, that had to kind of really thrown you to begin I mean, with. But I gave you, I mean, I, another thing that was uh, kind of crazy is I arrived the day before. So I was jet lagged and stuff and I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I just, I just arrived the day before at night at like, six o'clock or whatever we had to drive down to fort myers and then i, I got some rest and the next day it already started early so that kind of threw me off too and i love it that's the beauty again that's the beauty of competitive sports and uh sort of the beauty of baseball you never know one day can be different than the next day you know and, and it says a lot about you if you can kind of overcome some adversity and a little bit of challenges and figure out what your new routine is going to be in a new set of circumstances. So that's pretty cool, Lucas. Hey, again, everybody that's joining, thank you so much. We absolutely appreciate it. And I will, you know, if you're an uncommitted and you're a 24 or 25, or if you're a junior college uncommitted or even a transfer and you want to have just a little bit more exposure and you think an environment like this may be pretty good, Hey, man, reach out to me. I am on Twitter. I'm at now underscore D1. I'd love to be able to figure something out. I will tell you that I've only got a couple of days available in July. We do it Monday through Thursday at 9 o'clock, but my August is wide open and really plan on kind of taking this through the end of the summer and probably into fall. Uh, Tonight we're talking with Lucas Negrich. He is a 25. He's uncommitted. He's from Germany, but he's playing with the Lakeland Legends here in Florida. 
So, uh, Lucas, let me ask you something kind of about your own baseball career. You know, what are your what are your goals? What are some short term goals? And then when you get out of school, what is it that you're really wanting to to do when you get out of high school? So like everyone, pretty much, I know everyone wants to play D1 baseball. And that's the goal for me. Obviously, I want to play at the highest level. I know uh, that's very hard. And I'm not set myself to only play D1. Obviously, it's going to be my goal. But if some good D2 or some other, you know, other college uh, reaches out to me, and if I'm good enough to play and I know, um, then I'll, I'll, I'll do that. And I'll try to, and I want to go to school, even education. I just don't, I don't want to focus only on baseball. Education is very important too, you know. Good, admirable goals right there. No question about it. When you say you're looking for a good school, what are you thinking about potentially majoring in? Well, I got a couple. I don't, I don't know for exactly yet, but I like stuff like, um, you know, medicine. I like, bi- I like, like um, biology a lot. So I'm thinking about maybe medicine, but also engineering. I'm very good at math. That's when I got an advanced class in Germany. Obviously, it's different than the U.S. The classes and everything. Um, and biology. I like the. I like skin, like medicine, like dermatology. I like that. I like a lot of things, but I, I don't know yet. But it's gonna go in either one of those two, probably. If I if I have enough grades for it, but I think I will. Well, you know that's kind of interesting, and, and those are two admirable uh, majors right there. I'm gonna tell you. You know, you go into medicine or engineering. Uh, hey, you'll never lack for work. I guarantee you that. So. When you say if you have grades, I'm just kind of curious about that because I'm sure your grades are probably pretty outstanding, actually. How does that correlate to like the American standard of a GPA and so forth? Do you have any idea maybe how that would translate over? Actually, I don't I don't really know how they do it, but I can tell you a bit about the school in Germany. For example, they have like three or four levels and it's like Realschule, that's what like Realschule is, is like the second highest. I don't know the lowest. And gymnasium, which is where I'm at, is the highest. So it's 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 way it's every um, every level in Germany of school is way different than the other. And for example, I go to a very hard school and it's gymnasium, so it's a very hard school. And I do not know how they convert the uh, the grades into the GPA because we don't have the same systems. We use in high school. We use points, meaning zero being the worst, you got no points, and fifteen being an A plus, uh, being the best. So zero to fifteen, and it's not with like A, B, C, or D anymore. Well, can you kind of give us an average there? I mean, like, wh- where are you right now? Are you a you know are you a ten, an eleven on the average? I mean, just kind of give us a sense. It doesn't. I mean, I didn't get my report card back yet. We're still in school. Uh, but <laughs> but I know, and it's way different because we in in our state we got three advanced classes that we have to choose. Um, it's like very advanced classes. I chose math, biology, and what was the third one? What was the third one? I forgot. Uh, those were, <laughs> and I don't know how they do that, but I'm I'm pretty far up there. I'm probably like a, I mean definitely an eleven. I don't know yet. I, 11 would be a 2.0, not, not 2.0 GPA. It would be, it's German. It's, it's, everything's different. They used to have um, grades from one to six being one the best and six the worst. So 2.0. Gotcha. It's, it's, it's different. I don't know how to convert it. 
I got you. Okay. It sounds like you're doing fantastic and you're taking extremely difficult classes and still knocking it out at, at the highest levels of, of the school system as well. I got you completely. So let me ask you something, you know, one of the things to really be able to, to play at the next level, you kind of need to be recruited. And I am just really curious as to how your recruiting process is going, being from Germany, or even if you really started the recruiting process at all. I mean, have you had the opportunity to uh, maybe email or text coaches or, or go to any kind of camps or anything like that so far? Yeah, so uh, last year was my first year actually going to, like, camps and all that. And I'm going to be honest, it didn't go that good. It was a very important year, though, for me. It was a learning year. Uh, because due to me not doing that good, or for, for me, I didn't do that good. Maybe, for example, I don't know how I stood. I think I even stood above average in the 25 grads last year uh, when I looked at, like, the stats, throwing velocity and everything and how I did. Um, but I didn't feel I didn't feel like I did good at all. So that's why I I worked really hard over this off season and this whole year to get better. And I and I can't wait to show it off even more now this, uh, this summer. And um, yeah, so I, last year was when I started my career, a little bit of the camps and everything. And I, my dad, I'm gonna be honest, my dad uh, emailed some college coaches, and I got like those standard emails for, for like the camps, but those aren't anything serious yet. So nothing serious yet. No. I understand. I tell you, that's probably one of the hardest parts of the recruiting process is not only knowing where to start, but getting the type of exposure that you really need. Cause I got to tell you, you know, it, it's not only a challenge for the prospects, but it's also a challenge on the coaches as well. You know, in, in many cases, they're kind of getting bombarded by various emails and, and DMs and so forth, where, the, you know, kids are just kind of sending them stats and, and uh, videos. And I don't, you know, I don't know how often those coaches are probably really looking at those types of emails. So it can be difficult. Yeah. I, can, I can certainly appreciate what you're One saying. One thing I do want to so, say is, um, if I get into any college, it doesn't matter at what level, and I play baseball for them, I'm gonna give them my all just because I'm a, because I know the facilities that they have. I mean, even though German, my German team is pretty good, but they don't have near the facilities that those colleges have. And even like last year, for example, in my in Bundesliga, because that's a hard, it's a pretty hard division, especially for a 15 year old. I was 15 last year. Um, so I didn't play that much, and I went from not playing that much last year in the second Bundesliga to now being a starter and playing every game uh, and being the second or third batter for their team. So I know I'm a, I know how I work myself up uh, from last year to this year. I'm gonna be doing the same in college. It doesn't matter what what division it is. I'm gonna be working uh, with their facilities every day. I just wanted to get that in, man. There. Hey, I don't. Hey, you should get that in there, and I don't blame you. I could see another streak starting <laughs> and potentially, uh, you know, a four-year streak. So if you had a choice in schools, uh, what would be a good environment for you? And what I mean by that is, do you think that you would look for a, like a larger university with a big population or maybe kind of a small private school? Or are you thinking, and are, are, you, are you thinking you don't even want to be maybe in the state of Florida, really just kind of looking across the country, open to going anywhere? So, my I, I would love 
to be in Florida for a good uh, college, and I got like some colleges that I really like. Um, for example, FAU, USF, or something like that. You know, I was down at the FAU camp even. I really liked it. If I like, if I see a camp and I go there and I really like it, uh, that says a lot to me too. I like, I like just looking around the campus too. How beautiful it is, man! It's beautiful here in Florida. But I'm not gonna cancel anything out. You know, if someone from it doesn't matter anywhere, a good college, or even even if uh, if it's uh, not that high ranking college, I mean like not D1 or D2 or whatever. And it's a good school that I really like. It doesn't matter. You know, I don't know how good I'm going to be in a couple of years. If I'm going to be good enough for the D1, I know I'm going to be working hard. But um, if I'm <laughs> going to be noticed enough and stuff, I'm not going to um, sit here and say I only, I'll, I'll only go to those. Um, but I would really like to go to a good school in Florida, actually. Yes. Hey, man, absolutely. Hey, I'm from Florida. I can certainly appreciate why you see the beauty in the schools in Florida. No question <laughs> about it. But I, lo- I love your attitude, Lucas. Uh, you know, you keep referencing the work that you put in. You've been playing for a very, very long time. You started out at a super young age and you were playing on teams with guys who are considerably older than you. And you've really put that work and effort in to become the, the more polished athlete that you are. And, and now you're showing a lot of power. You've hit multiple home runs as a sophomore with wooden bats. I mean, you, you know, your, your hard work is really showing off. And I, I still love that one thing. You know, I, the two pieces that I'm always going to take away from this interview is the grown man league and, and that you had the keys to the gym. I love that. that they gave the keys to yeah. the Yeah, they didn't want you to, to have your street break. I think that's fantastic. Hey, um, let's, I tell you what, this has been a fun evening, Lucas. I really appreciate you having the opportunity to be on. But let me kind of ask you something here as we wrap it up. What would be, um, if you were going to give some advice to a younger guy, it, specifically maybe somebody that's over in Europe, you know, whether they're in Germany or wherever, but they love baseball. And they were just looking for an opportunity maybe to get to play when they're through with high school as well. What, what kind of advice would you give them? Yeah, I would say, um, obviously, work hard, but also make sacrifices, like sacrifices being if, um, if your friends are going out and having fun or whatever, maybe sometimes instead of just going out with them, maybe start putting the work in if you're really serious about baseball. And that's what I also did. I've tried out many different sports. You can try out many different sports, like basketball or soccer or whatever, and see what you really like. And if you really like baseball – or basketball or any sport, but in this case, baseball, I would, if you really are passionate about it, you should go all in for it and just try and try to become the best you can be. And don't, don't forget to get the education, obviously, and everything's very important, but um, practice, become independent, you know, do stuff uh, that others don't. So you got to set yourself, uh, you got to be different than others. Don't, don't follow, you know, the, everyone that does something you know if they go party or whatever well if they're younger i don't know um if they go do stuff with their friends maybe go just go to the facility and have fun or well yeah have fun baseball is fun right (laughs) baseball is fun and i tell you what tonight's been fun lucas i have really honestly enjoyed this evening i think you got a unique story i think you got a great personality i really i'm impressed with your enthusiasm and your work ethic and Hey, I, just, I think you're just a, gr- a good guy all the way around. And I, I would really hope that maybe, you know, in another year or so, 
we're able to reconnect again, I'd kind of like to to stay in touch mm-hmm. and see where you are in this whole process. I think it'd be inspiring to some other guys that are also listening to this show and so forth. And, uh, Hey, if you're willing to maybe come back on in a year or so, I hope you would do it. Man, I'm definitely willing. Thank you for those kind words. I appreciate it much. Absolutely. Hey, everyone, again, thank you for being here this evening. I will tell you, we're going to take off tomorrow. You know, there's no show for the 4th of July, but we're back on the 5th. And on the 5th, we have Trey Barksdale. He's going to be on. Now, Trey's got an unbelievable story. He's a 23 graduate. He's from New Jersey. He's a former D1 commit. I won't say the school. I'll kind of let him talk about that. He had an injury, and the injury kind of uh, deflected his career just a little bit, and now he is uncommitted again. So big-time athlete. He's looking for an opportunity. He's going to have a fantastic story tomorrow night. That's Trey Barksdale. Hey, Lucas, again, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely enjoyed it. And, uh, hey, thanks. Uh, Thank you, sir. All right, everybody, we're going to end it here. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you ready to dominate at the plate this season? Blast Baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution, trusted by more major league, college, and travel ball teams than any other. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 and you will save $25 at checkout. Unlock your potential with Blast.